Hello, Gyro, you're a friend of mine. Hello, Gyro, you're a friend of mine. With your hand in your pocket and your little chain and locket. Hello, Gyro, you're a friend of mine. And he lives down in our alley. Hey everybody, this is Dan from Gyro International, and you're listening to the Fun, Friendship, and Fraternity Podcast, the show that discusses the benefits of fun and friendship for today's modern man. For the latest information on what is happening with Gyro International or a Gyro chapter near you, visit gyro.org. I hope you like today's episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to the first episode of the Fun, Friendship, and Fraternity Podcast. This will be a limited podcast of about 10 episodes, and I'll be talking about Gyro International and the benefits that a fraternity can offer today's modern man. I'll be talking a little today about the founders and how they came to create Gyro International. So the founders of Gyro. As the story goes, There were three college friends who wished to continue their friendship after college and into the future, and how after gaining a few additional friends together, they officially formed a club that would eventually become Gyro International. The three, Paul Schwann, Gus Henderson, and Ed Kagey. They were students in the arts department at Western Reserve University, which is now actually Case Western Reserve University, and they had enrolled in the fall of 1907. Paul had earned a law degree. Gus had changed from business to law and earned a law degree. And although I was unable to find out what degree Ed received, I do know that he was a student athlete. He played football, baseball, and basketball for Case Western Reserve, and went on to play for several professional football teams in the Ohio League, which is considered the direct predecessor to the present-day NFL. The, the Hall of Fame is in Canton, Ohio, where they officially recognize the start of the NFL. Ed won three championships and was inducted posthumously into Case's Varsity Sports Hall of Fame in 1980. All three of the friends graduated in 1911 and, having established a firm friendship in their first year, never wavered from their camaraderie. There's a quote from a book called Lest We Forget, which is written about Gyro International, that goes, quote, They recognize that friendships extending throughout life not only provide warmth and affection, but strengthen all involved against the diversified demands of business and other interests, promoting personal achievement and constructive, coherent fellowship, tempered by tolerance, goodwill, and helpfulness." So from graduation in 1911 until June of 1912, the three founders had been meeting regularly and officially organized the Cleveland chapter June 24, 1912. Incorporation of the club took place October 21st, 1914. And that's why Founders Night, Founders Night celebrations occur on or as near as possible to that date. 
October 21st is the official date of the founders original club. Now it's three founders conceived of Gyro but once organized there were others who had joined the club and were considered charter members. I have a list of them here Peter Hopper, Webb Hanside, George Forbes, R.B. Hopper, Al Kern, Ori Peterson, Leon Jordan, Dr. R.L. Jett, and Jimmy Hubble. Now some of them were just charter members. Obviously the Hoppers were probably related. It was such a, a small club at the time that's not too far-fetched. Al Kern was a charter member. He was a Cincinnati club secretary and actually served as the Gyro International Secretary 1917-1919. Ori Peterson was a charter member. He actually died in World War I in France. He was a first lieutenant in the army. He was an artillery captain and survived several battles but contracted pneumonia and died before he could return to the United States. Leon Jordan was a charter member and first international president 1917 to 1919. He also helped form the Buffalo Club and helped start Chicago and Cincinnati clubs respectively. Dr. Jett was a charter member and is actually the first gyro to die for his country. He was actually an asylum physician. He allowed gyros to march and drill on the hospital grounds. Died while serving with a forward medical unit. I guess they'd be called a mass unit these days. Jimmy Hubble was a charter member and was credited with naming gyro after his fascination with a gyroscope. The name beat out other names such as the Peerless Perspirers and the Ready Radiators. And uh, I also understand Jimmy Hubble wrote many of the original songs, both the intro and the ending credits. Songs are attributed to Jimmy Hubble, one of the original charter members of Gyro. One of the interesting things is for those who know the song, Hello Gyro, and he lives down in our alley. You just heard it at the beginning of the show. At the end of the song, it's assumed that he's referring to their meeting place called the Alley Club, which is located on 3rd Street between Euclid and Prospect in Cleveland, based on an advertisement from an old gyro brochure for their exposition. Currently, I understand the House of Blues and Flannery's Pub are near the original site, although the original Alley Club no longer exists. Now, after that time, Gyro went through a rapid expansion on the merits of friendship and networking. There's a serious side and a joking side, both a personal and a professional bearing in Gyro membership. From the Gyro International Bylaws, there's a quote that says, the new member of a gyro club will be thoroughly investigated before his election. His personality and ability must not only be good, but they must also be positive qualifications recommending his election. One negative vote defeats an applicant. But once elected, he is no longer an outsider. His nickname is the only one by which his fellow members address him and he is given every opportunity to partake of all the advantages that the club offers. 
The early days were not only about friendship, but also about professional networking with other businessmen. Under these guidelines, new clubs were quickly added, including Chicago in 1914, Buffalo and Cincinnati in 1916, and Philadelphia in 1917. The first Gyro International Convention was held in Cleveland on January 17, 1917. World War I halted the rapid expansion, but when Toronto started a club in 1919, it really made Gyro international in scope. Now, back to the founders. Paul Schwann was the visionary of the group. He began with the basic club idea of continuing friendship through fellowship. Surprisingly, he was only a Gyro for six years. In 1918, he enlisted with the Army and died of influenza at Camp Sherman in Ohio only 17 days after his enlistment. Gus Henderson was the practical leader of the club with organizational skills and drive. He was an early leader of Gyro, which was responsible for the first club bulletin, the Gyroscope, and helped it become the de facto publication of Gyro in 1918. He was a Republican, a Mason, an Episcopalian, and Gus retired to Florida and died of a heart ailment in June of 1942. A side note, if you go to our website, gyro.org, you'll notice that the gyroscope, the publication, is still in practice today. We are still publishing that. It is our, as they said, de facto publication, but our internal communication for all of our members. Now lastly, Ed Kagey was born April 21st in 1889, Cleveland Heights, Ohio, and he was one of seven children. He was the manager and the thinker of the Gyro Club and was the last living founder of Gyro until he died in 1960. He was the mainstay of the Cleveland Club, serving as its president and the first governor of District 1. Ed became the first paid gyro employee as international secretary treasurer and held the position for 31 years. He was nicknamed the Gray Eagle and under his watchful eye gyro thrived. He provided bulletins on forming and running a club, officer manuals, installation instructions, songbooks, and membership statistics each year. He created the Memorial Fund, the Perpetual Fund, the Honor Key, which is Gyro's highest award. The Gray Eagle retired at the 1954 convention in Cleveland, where it all started 42 years earlier. At the convention, he was presented with a retirement gift, his very first brand new car, a Buick 55 Special. From the book, Lest We Forget, there's a quote that says, As the mainspring of the gyro organization, the work of the Gray Eagle is invaluable. Yet his modesty was such that Ed Kagey, unmindful of his own efforts, was convinced that all he was and had he owed to gyro. Just what gyro owed to him can never be measured in material terms. End quote. Gyro is indeed fortunate that these three men with different but complementary skills came together as friends for such a noble purpose. 
Quote, They were unusual men, men with a burning zeal to better the world, themselves, and their fellow men through the faith of the great Creator, peace, and friendship. Their names will be enshrined in the hearts of all gyro. End quote. That's from the book Lest We Forget. Now there's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure put on men these days how to socialize, how to create friends, so they're not feeling alone, they don't have to face the world on their own. My own story of joining Gyro was after a family tragedy. Uh, we had a reception at the home of my brother-in-law and several people showed up. They laid out a spread of food. They helped us take care of all of our guests that were grieving with us through this tragedy. The family retreated to a side room so we could be together for a moment. And when we returned, all of the food had been packaged up and put away for safekeeping. All of the dishes had been cleaned. The tables had been cleared. All of the guests had been politely ushered out and sent on their way. My wife asked my brother-in-law, who are these people? And he responded, these are the wives of my brothers from my fraternity, Gyro. She asked a second question, why haven't you invited Dan? I am so thankful that something like that happened, that that, that trigger was there to get me that invitation because I came to Gyro over 12 years ago now and I've been a member ever since and I've participated in every level of Gyro. Now, my own experience, I've personally brought six individuals to Gyro. For each of those six friends that I brought to Gyro, they took a look at the organization, they made their own decision and for whatever reason decided it wasn't for them. However, I continue that Gyro is a very important part of my life. It has offered me so much that I still go out and I want to invite other friends. I want to invite my friends to Gyro. My experience is such that I have mentors in the club. I have friends across the nation from Florida, to Buffalo, to Calgary, to Vancouver. I can call on any one of them. I know they're a friend. I know I can rely on them and they can rely on me. As a man in today's society, where can you find that type of relationship? Where can you find a mentor that's been there, that's been through it? There are sports organizations. You can join sports. It's a different kind of camaraderie. The military is there. I am a veteran, and I look back on that favorably as well. I'm, I'm still friends with several of the guys that I served with. However, aggression is one of the things that you learn in the military. You must succeed. That's not what Gyro is necessarily about. Gyro is a, a friendship and a networking organization above all. There are clubs that have done social work. There are clubs that have sponsored scholarships. There are clubs that have gone out of their way to 
provide parks or make major donations both to their community and to their city that can be a part of your experience it is not required it is first and foremost about forming a friendship and forming those bonds with your fellow man making a friend put your hand out say hello shake their hand and make a friend now before I spend too much time up here on my soapbox I want to take a moment and thank a couple of people. One is past Gyro International President Emil Bejo for his hard work and his research for most of the information in this podcast. I also want to thank current International President Peter Carter for his support in this endeavor and as we move forward. And Lastly, I think I really want to thank you, the listener. If if this makes a difference to your life or you just want to comment on the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. Go ahead and email me at gyrodan, G-Y-R-O-D-A-N, at comcast.net. And I'll do my best to respond to you if I can. I just appreciate the time that you took to listen. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next episode. Cheerio, old top cheerio. Are we downhearted? No. Then life's worthwhile if we can smile no matter where we go. Come and join our merry throng and we'll sing a gyro song. For we don't give a rap where you are, old chap cheerio.